Well, so much has been made about that queue that saw more than 250,000 people pay respects to the Queen last week. It was a kind of pilgrimage for many people, almost an epic communion with thy neighbor. David Beckham showed up. Friendships were forged amongst strangers. And my next guest surveyed those people who waited to find out who they were and what motivated them. Joining us now is Robert Johns. He's a politics professor at University of Essex in the UK. Robert, thanks for being here. No problem. Pleasure. So a lot of us around the world, we watched that queue with fascination. We wondered uh, if we lived there, would we have lined up? Who are those people that made up the queue? Well, you went a step further than just thinking about it, and you conducted a survey. So what made you take that extra step? Well, basically, because I was also fascinated um, um, but also uh, being a public opinion professor, you know, my answer to everything is to do a survey. And um, I knew enough. that these guys would be kind of sitting targets because they, they didn't have anything to do but queue. So it was easier than usual to persuade them to uh, answer questions. Okay, so what did you look at in your survey and what did you learn? Well, the two things we were most interested in was one how representative were they of the British public in terms of age and sex and ethnicity and things like that? And the big finding there really was that they were surprisingly reflective. I think people kind of expected them to be pretty old, uh, pretty conservative, pretty middle class um, and, and very white. And in fact, it was much more like a microcosm of the of the population, which was already maybe a clue to the second thing, which was how it wasn't so much a kind of deeply royalist um, act of great kind of emotional outpouring for the Queen, but much more a kind of gathering of people who, you know, who saw this happening. And, um, and as you said in your intro, you know, just, just thought this was an opportunity to be part of something. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. And then I understand you asked some questions around Brexit too? We did. And that was one of the, the surprising findings too, because I think people in in Britain expected a queue of people connected with the monarchy to be very kind of um, conservative nationalist kinds of people, whereas in fact they were predominantly people who voted to remain in the European Union. And there's an interesting kind of kink here, which is that if you ask people in, in England whether they feel very British, you get a different set of people compared to those who say that they're very English. And the people who feel very English are the people who voted to leave the EU who... Um, who, who feel very strongly about things like immigration. But the people who say they're very British actually like the monarchy, they love all of this kind of thing, and they came in their droves to London. But they're not necessarily those people who, who are not so keen on immigration and that kind of thing. And then what about the composition of people in terms of where they came from? Were they mostly Londoners? Um, they were mostly from London and the southeast. Um, yeah, and it really was a kind of fairly simple equation. The further they lived from London, the less likely they were to be there. And that's an interesting kind of thing because, uh, you know, often when you have these national events, um, you know, there are lots of regional versions and there are, there are like, um, gatherings in all the big cities. Obviously, this couldn't be like that. Um, but we didn't really get a sense from the people who were coming from further afield that they'd risked feeling left out or that they, I think, you know, that London is still the kind of centre of the universe for, for the Brits. And, and um, so, yeah, it was, it was much harder for certain people to get there, and especially if it's a long travel, and then you have to queue for 20 hours. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was pretty London-centric. And what about Scots? Was there any representation of Scottish people there? There were very, very few. 
Um, okay. Even that survey, actually, when we rounded it down, it came down to zero percent. But that wasn't okay. because there was absolutely nobody. It was just because there were a, there were a handful. Um, but I think that that's in large part because in Edinburgh there was a similar event as the Queen made her way down from Balmoral, where she died, as, as her body was taken. There was a there were events in Edinburgh, so the Scots kind of got their go. Right. And what were people motivated by? Well, this was another area in which, in a way, we were slightly surprised. Um, we, the, the single most important motivation that people reported was to say thank you to the Queen. And I think that made a lot of sense. And you definitely got a strong sense of admiration and respect in their responses. Um, but what you didn't get was people saying that they felt very upset or very saddened. And, and one of the things that we were interested in was the fact that the British media was referring to them exclusively as mourners, but they didn't seem to be mourning in anything like the same way as we saw 25 years ago when Princess Diana died, where people in the queue were, were audibly um, grieving and weeping. It, there was nothing like that. This felt a very different kind of thing, which obviously had to do with the age of the of the two women in question. But, it, um, yeah, we, we found that people said that we asked them about the emotions they were feeling, and they were much more likely to say things like they felt calm and contented than that they felt sad or upset. So the motivation seemed to be more positive in that sense. Okay, that's really interesting because uh, from afar, as we were just taking in images online about it, um, I think that sense of mourning and grief was maybe over-exaggerated in uh, the global media. And then I'm so curious about how many people came from abroad. We had about 4% of our respondents who were from overseas. Um, We didn't kind of exclude anybody based on that. We had one or two who said that they wouldn't speak English well enough to do the survey, but the, but the vast majority would. So, yeah, almost one in 20 um, were from overseas. We, what we didn't really get to find out in detail was whether they'd come specifically to join the queue or whether they just thought during a, a break they were taking anyway, uh, they would do so. I spoke to, to a few people and they did say, some of them did say that they, they were on holiday in London and then felt they, they didn't want to miss out. And in a way, that not wanting to miss out was a motivation for loads of people. Sure. And in general, Robert, what did the queue tell you about the British public? I think it's, the big question that a lot of people are, were asking at the time is, would this be a kind of unifying event? Yeah. Uh, because especially through the Brexit, the, the country has felt divided. Um, and I think at least in the short term, the answer is yes, it, it tells you that the British people can get together across these political divides. There's a big question about how long that lasts once the political arguments start up again. Um, but for the moment, I think it, it spoke of a country that, that was, if not united, then unitable. That's really interesting. And, and do you think now having gone for the country to have gone through that process and now have a new king, do you think the British people are ready to embrace the king as the Queen's replacement? I think that's a really interesting question. And I suspect the answer is, I think the prospects look better now than they did before. Actually, in in polling a year or two ago, a lot of people who said things like, I think it should skip to William, or "I, I think maybe the Queen should be the last monarch. Now, I think because the primary association with with King Charles is seeing him grieving his mother, um, I think there's much more sympathy. Um, But it will be interesting to see, um, and it depends a lot, I think, on how he behaves in in power and on the throne. But um, for the moment, I think it looks looks more solid than it has for quite a while. Mm, Interesting. That's a good way to put it. Uh, Robert, thank you so much for that. No problem.